it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. You know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. I'm your boy, the sarcastic criminal, king of the hip hop north, the three-eyed raven of hip hop. It's me, Great Pharaoh. And I'm joined by one of my two brothers in arms. We got the profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live? Don't do it. <laughs> Yo, Twitter. Followers on Twitter. Just be prepared. Because we have. You know what? Some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you. I'm going to try and let you live. I ain't going to try. You got I'm, to. Yo, it's Bug here. But y'all, before we even continue on with this show. Tell me why. I right, so Bug always talks about he ain't rich, and we always talk about Bug nigga, you rich. Bug sent me a picture <laughs> of his backyard, and he's like, "Yo, you see, my backyard ain't even that big." Yeah, Bug's that was the front. That's the front. That's the front. Oh my bad. Whatever. Bug's front yard. He says, "Yo, it ain't even that big." Yeah, of course it's not that big because his front yard is on a lake. This shit is not a lie. <laughs> this nigga has views of like Westeros in the distance, watching dragons flip, waiting for news from Khaleesi. This brother is balling. So yeah. when he says it's not a fountain, no, you're right. It's not a fountain. It's an entire river stream that's running whitewater rapids. This nigga's going fishing off his front porch. He gets his mail by riverboat. This nigga is balling. Bruh, this is nothing but... Mr. Cannot Live, the richest nigga in hip-hop. We got Squirrel Bookie with a hoodie. We got Bug. No wonder he out here creating programs and creating opportunities for young brothers. Because age is a First of all, I was running my mouth at the right time. That's how I came up on, uh, on this. Uh, that, that, that's how I really closed the deal on this cold elephant thing. <laughs> I was literally in the right place at the right time running my damn mouth. And if you know me, I don't run my mouth. So that was like some whole next level shit. Anyway, um, I was trolling them, y'all. Don't believe what he said. Whatever, whatever. Nah, he wasn't trolling. This is real. Anyway, so um, what have I been doing and listening to? Um Today, this week, well, apparently this week you've been, been living that life. Some consider a myth. <laughs> Rocking South Street for one two fifth. This, this, this week, this week has been uh, this week has definitely been um, a lot of fantasy football. Um, Lost Boys music makes me high has been on repeat for some reason. Yeah, that that was a jam. Yeah, I don't know why. I just was you know when like I was walking to get me a, um, something to drink one day at work, and that popped in my head. And I was like, you know what? That's going on repeat right now. Um, so yeah, so I've been, I've been jamming to that. Um, what, what have I been, I've been doing? Um, so like, like I said, a lot of fancy football, man. Tonight, you know, in my league, we got, um, two people and they, they, you know, they, they've been separated by like percentage points down there, man. It's real bad. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. Other than that, man, everything, every, everything, everything has been really all good so far though, man. Everything, everything is perfect. Uh, nah, that's what's up. Perfect. I like that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, as for me, man, yo, honestly, I'm going to tell you real talk, man. I'm real excited for Chris Brown's new album, 
Heartbreak on a Half Moon. This nigga's album is 45 songs, 2 hours and 39 minutes. I want to hear that. <clears throat> he's already added a, I think he's released like 10 singles off of it. I think like 3 or 4 of them have already hit number 1 at some point. And I'm just real interested to see this much music come from one artist uh, in one shot. I think the last time we've seen this, especially from an R&B artist, was when, uh, I think, what was it, uh, The Weeknd gave us, what, the, the trilogy, which was like 30 tracks? I think that was the last time we got something like this. And I just think it's real, I just want to, I just, I'm really interested in seeing how the uh, arrangement is going to be for this record. But there's no way I'm excited about that. How are you not excited about your- <laughs> I'm not going to front. Chris Brown has not put out a whole album that I didn't like yet. Chris Brown is a good artist, bro. But, like, I mean, like, good? I mean, 40. I'm not. He, good? He, yeah. Chris Brown is way more than good. I mean, like, I'm not trying. Hey, I'm not trying like, to downplay him. Be real. If Chris Brown wouldn't have beat on Rihanna and had outside of music issues, Chris Brown would probably be the great single greatest act on the planet right now. And I'm including Beyonce in that conversation. Nah, I don't think if he'd be better. If it wasn't for Chris Brown's thought, reputation, thought, he would I've, be the greatest entertainer out right now. And probably the greatest entertainer since James Brown, including Michael Jackson. He would probably be the greatest entertainer. I don't know. Like I, I, I he, he, he'll definitely be right there, though. I'll tell you that. I don't know about the greatest, but one of the greatest. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You're talking like you, you, you talk, you're talking about a a bunch of motherfuckers that that's pretty damn good at entertaining. And Chris Brown just wouldn't top the list. He would be. He would definitely be up there, though. He would definitely be. You know, you can put him top five. You can put him top two, top three, whatever you want to do. But I definitely wouldn't think that he would be over somebody like Beyonce. I honestly think the only thing that stopped him is his reputation. What he did with oh, Rihanna, that, I think, that, just completely yeah. killed the momentum that he was. Absolutely, you know, you're right about that. Like anything, any momentum he had was gone after he as he did that. And then, he, but 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 what really kills it he's, is he keeps repeating the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I will give you that. That does not help when you keep it's like damn. Doing it. <laughs> That shit is crazy. Word up, word up. But that, uh, I th- so like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, Chris Brown, uh, Big Crit dropped a new album for uh, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Yeah, which I got a jam. Couple, couple tracks I listened to. We're gonna give y'all a full album review on Big Crit. I think he's one of the most underrated MCs. I think he sh- he falls under the line. I think he's the South's representation of the new school. Whereas we have the Kendrick Lamars, the J Coles, the uh. The, the Drakes, I think Big Crit should be in that conversation. I really do. Really? Big Crit, Big Crit is has the potential to be there as long as he doesn't keep talking about how how his trunk knocks in his rim. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. His, so. <laughs> his content is a little narrow minded, and I think that kills him a little bit. Absolutely, but the reason why I wouldn't put him there is because he's. I think I, th- I just think he's a little more older than all of them. All of them cats. Like he's been. He, like he's been in there for a while, man. Yeah, I know he's yeah, he's been out for a minute, but I think on the yeah. main stage, I think that's the this is the era where he that's the era where he falls into. Yeah. And then uh what's him called? Snoop Dogg album, Make Make America Crip Again. I gotta hear that. For those who don't know. Ty Dollar Sign, Beach House Three. Dog, yo, we've been calling him the new Nate Dog for I don't know how long. 
I turned on Beach House 3. Ty Dolla Sign is not the new Nate Dogg. This brother has hits. He's talented. Oh, of course he's talented. Yeah, I mean, like, he's... But, like, he's, like, like he's not the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, he's not the new Nate Dogg. Like, that's all he can do is hooks. It's just that he's a new hook man, man. Like, like he, he's definitely the new hook man. Yeah, this, but I never that, realized how talented he yeah. really is. Like, this track, Love You Better, featuring Lil Wayne and Dream, insane. Yeah. X featuring uh, YG, crazy. Got a track with Tory Lanez. That's insane. Like, I had no idea this brother was as talented as he was. I really didn't. On, on on a side note, you know who I just saw that, like, I didn't really know what the hell he looked like? Yo Gotti. I did not know Yo Gotti looked like he looks. <laughs> like, he, he looks... Nothing. Yo Gotti I have never... What's funny, what's crazy is, like, you know, I heard of him, and, like, and I thought I knew what he looked like. I thought I ever seen him. But when I laid eyes on him, I was like, Damn, I had no idea who he was. Like, if, if he walked past me on the street, I'd never seen him before. And where'd you see him at? Where he walked past you on the street? Was he cutting no? It was, he was it was cutting the <laughs> no. It was a uh, rich ass. It was on it was on the internet. Um, oh. like I think he was he was on a spot on Hot ninety seven, and I was like, yeah, this is Joe Gotti. I was like, oh shit, that's Joe Gotti. Like, damn. This whole time I never knew what he looked like, but now I do. Word up, word up. Nah, man. But uh, other than that, man, uh, we got Super Slimy with Future and Young Thug. Uh, haven't even started spinning that yet. I'm trying to get my mind right. I can rock with. I love Young Thug on features. Not on front. Uh, I don't know why. I just don't. I just. It's hard for me to put on an album of Young Thug, and I definitely don't want to put on an album of Future. But I got. I seen articles where this album's getting compared to friggin' Watch the Throne. Like track by track comparisons to Watch the Throne. So I said I might have to actually spin this record. Mm. really see what's going on but uh i said other than that man you know just regular old music man we're bringing y'all today's a special day it's the last day it's the last recording of the month of october and from now on whenever the whenever we're on the last week of the month and we're recording we're going to bring y'all what i call a retro review show we're going to take it back. We want to, you know, jump into a hip-hop time capsule. We want to take it back, whether, whether it's even just maybe a year, uh, two years, 20 years ago. We're going to bring y'all an album that uh, has been out for some time, and we're going to review it. Some of them could be underrated albums. Some of them can be, uh, you know, critically acclaimed albums that we just want to bring y'all insight to if you haven't... Uh, if you've never listened to it or you want to know what the hype is about, we want to bring you all these reviews. So the last weekend or the last recording week of every month is going to be our retro review show from now on. And today we are here retro reviewing Jay-Z's American Gangster album, not soundtrack for those who get it confused. This is Jay-Z's album. American Gangster, inspired by the movie by, of the same name, starring Denzel Washington. All right, so book man, what did you think? Uh, one of the reasons why I chose I chose this album to be our first retro review album because I uh, I see on my Facebook timeline a lot a lot of discussions about it. You know, when cats talk Jay Z's top five, top three albums, a lot of people put this in as one of their top albums. That is a classic, and a lot of cats say. 
you're completely bugging. Like it's such a to me, this album is such a polarized album where it's like either you love it or you hate it. There really isn't a middle ground. It's like it's a classic or it's garbage. I don't see too many people that swim around the middle. So yeah. So that's why I wanted to review it to see what people feel like. I feel like this is one of Jay-Z's classic albums. Book doesn't. Soul, unfortunately, can't be with us. So we're from Quality. He knows we uh, at this point. So, But he's going to hit y'all with a hot take. Hot 16 at the end of this episode to let y'all know how he feels about Jay-Z's American Gangster. But um, like I said, we just, yo, let's just get it. Uh, book, man, what did, how do you... How do you feel? How did you feel about Jay Z's American Gangster after listening to it after some time? I felt the same way I felt. Like I, I, it's, it's not, it's, it's not as good as all the other stuff that I mean. It's, like I don't see how you put this above Rock Life Familiar. Bro, this is like, far beyond. This <laughs> is not a Jay Z album. It's a collab oh album. Oh my god, bro, you going? You, you, didn't we have this argument before? This is a that's a collab album. This is a Jay Z album. Album. This is a soundtrack. Fuck out of here. This ain't no soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't. I, I don't. I mean, like this album was. It was good. It wasn't bad you know what i'm saying it was definitely a good album like i i, I dig it it's definitely a good album we had a lot of good cuts on here got one of my one of my favorite jay-z songs is on this album um one of my favorite samples is you know he used it on this album so you know i fuck with it it's not terrible it's not terrible it ain't half bad but it ain't half good neither oh it's it's, it's good <laughs> It ain't good. They have good. It's, no, it's good. I don't. I don't. I mean, I just talk like that sometimes. It's a good album. You know, like it, this is worthy of one of Jay Z's top albums. But I don't think it is above so Rock Life. I don't think it's number three. So it's a I top it's, album, but it ain't a classic. No, I think. I think. I think. I think. I think. So if we. So we talk. So when we did Jay Z's top albums, we did Reasonable Doubt, we did Blueprint, and we did Black Album, right? Yeah, those are top three, right? This yeah. one, th- th- this one ain't number four. Like, the, the Rock Life Familiar is number four to me, or or you can do Volume Two, number four. Oh, you crazy. crazy, whatever. <laughs> you crazy. You know, we're not even gonna get into that argument. We're just talking <laughs> about this record. All right, so we gonna start it off. We just reviewing American Gangster, Jay Z. You guys are gonna hear the reviews. You're gonna hear the tracks in the background. You're gonna hear us talking about them. And you you can be your own judge. Yeah, I mean this uh America Jay Z's American Gangster is broken down. Um uh, the album is set up, you know, it's a story. It's the uh it's the, you know, basically it's like the Franklin the it's the every drug dealer that gets successful and falls off story. It has it's basically broken up into three acts, the come up the grind, you know, the come up slash grind, you know, the dream when you're dreaming up everything, you're having the visions of success, then you have the success and you have all the turmoils that go that that you go while you're while you're being successful, you know, the party time. And then you have your fall, you have the demise. And you know what I mean, he breaks it up into those those three acts. And like I said, we're gonna go right into it, mate. The intro. Jay Z and Idris Alba. Yep. What'd you think about the intro, man? Um, nobody owns me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my liar. 
that's that that's 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 a great line. I mean, like, so this album is basically about how America made Jay Z what he is today. You know, American gangster is not necessarily, you know, that he that he's a street gangster. You know, it t- it takes on so much more forms when you put American in front of it. Um, he'd be a corporate gangster maneuvering his way through business, a political gangster and fu- influencing policy. You know, at the highest levels. Um, you know, it could be a social gangster, you know, with Black Lives Matter and things like that. And so there's this one part in the song um, that really sums it up for me. He says, uh, gangster mint allows you to make up, make up your own laws and create your own, create um, brand new words. Gangster mentality, an American way created by the white, mastered by the black and absorbed by the fiends, taxed by the governmentality. Created, I mean, um, charted by Forbes. If you believe in Jay Z, then you too can be a gangster. So basically, if you follow Jay Z's um, story and you know where he comes from, and you know where he's at now, then and you and he put it, he gave you the blueprint <laughs> to to get there. Um, then you can be a gangster. You can be a leader. You can be a, a social activist. You can be a politician. You can be a businessman <laughs> in America. If you like, if, if if you if you follow Jay Z's model, coming from nothing and bullying your way to the top, then you can you can make it in America, basically. Word up, word up. Now that's dope. That's dope. Uh, for me, it's just the biggest thing. At, I, I love I love doing the intro at the end. Where's uh, what they're saying? They're echoing back and forth that um, swagger is not a must. It's a liability. It's a cliche. It's a bad suit. You know what I mean? Cut the bullshit. You know what I mean? I just thought that I thought that part was dope. But like I said, I think you uh, I think you uh, hit the nail on the head. Exactly with what the intro was supposed to uh, where the intro was supposed to bring you. Or all right. So now we're gonna go right into pray. Track number two is pray. Now I always liked Prey. This is probably one of my um this is probably one of my favorite tracks on the record. Basically Prey is um I said it's a dope track. Uh the beat is dope. It's basically him getting his he's this is this is a record about Jay kinda uh you know, his dream. He's dream he's he's getting ready. He he's prepping it in his head, he's starting to he's, he's starting to put the vision into fruition. You know what I mean? Or like I said, I think it's a solid track. I always love this track. I don't think it's anything really over the top that stands out to me. Oh, matter of fact, no, it is. Uh, what's the quote? When he says, uh, "This is the genesis of a nemesis, Mother America, Mother America's not witnessed since Harlem Renaissance birthed black ignorance. This is the tale of lost innocence." Boom. I think that that that, that is just, those bars are just so amazing. The genesis, the birth of the enemy. Yep. That Mother America hasn't witnessed since the Harlem Renaissance birthed black businesses. So since yeah. America gave you black gave us black businesses, and that was a loss of the innocence. Why? Because that's when they flooded our streets with with every. That's when the that's when America itself kind of flooded our streets with all the problems that we have now. Yep. They gave us the crack. They gave us the coke. They gave us everything in order to build ourselves up and destroy ourselves. Yep. I mean, it goes right back to this last one: uh, gangster mentality, American way, created by the white, mastered by the black, and absorbed by the fiends. Word. <laughs> Say, so I mean, it's the same shit. <laughs> word up, word up. 
and then my uh what's some call last thing i got for for this track is when he said uh he says um what's some call it he made his way to the trunk open it up like huh a treasure chest was removed cop said uh he'll be back next month what you call corrupt he calls paying dues i just yeah. thought that was ill it's like damn it's, this, yeah. it's almost like two different worlds it is two different not, worlds it, or not even yeah, you're right it's it, it's completely two different worlds well, actually it's probably the same world but people um people so people in certain certain positions in life make it seem like it's two worlds but they're really doing the same thing but in a different arena just a different just a different arena yeah yeah but now uh so what you what you feel about prey um to me this song is like what jay sees in a day in a life or a couple of days in his life um so i don't want to echo everything you said but I, i'm gonna just go in a different direction real, real quick because i i had most of the stuff you had but I'm going to say no it's nothing it's, it's good that's why I have a lot of stuff that's why I have mo- multiple things so just in case somebody say something I can just go to the next thing um, um so but this is this, so when I hear this song this is what New York rap is about you know what I'm saying to me when I grew when I grew up on New York rap this is what I remember listening to um and in order to get to me in order these days to get a, a song like this you would have to hear it from like underground rapper. Um, I forgot the dude's name that um, uh, Sky Zoo. Like, like I, okay. I love him because he gives me like straight New York rap when I want to hear it. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing, one thing, one thing. So while while re-listening to this, I thought was like, was Dipset the last folks to give us like a true New York sound? I'm pretty sure it was somebody else, but I can't think of anybody else. I'm trying to think because this like, one, I think even still at certain points were very down south and exactly yeah and they were they were very yeah. down south influenced and you can hear it in a lot of records but pure like, pure New York like I, I didn't think about it that long I was like the and out like while I was listening to it I was like what's the last like folks that gave us like a true New York hip hop sound and the first thing that popped in my head was Dipset, and I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna end it right there." Well, I was like, "Well, no, no, nah, nah, nah. matter of fact, when you think about it, yo, Joey Badass, before Joey the Badass, Badass. Yeah, Joey, yeah, Joey, before that was all. That was classic 1990s Method Man. Nothing but boom bat beats all over that thing. Absolutely, I forgot that word up. I don't know how I could forget about Joey. He was. So bad that still gets spins. Like I still turn on before the money because I just love that record. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Word up, word up. But yo, let's uh, what's the call, man? Let's keep it moving. We'll move right, right into American Dreaming. Or uh, and this has got a, a nice little um, Marvin Gaye sample to start it off with Marvin Gaye giving you vocals on the hook. Uh, Bro, this, this joint is fire. I think it's nice yeah. laid back record. Uh, who's it produced by? I'm trying to think who produced this. I know Mario Winans had something to do with this record. Which one is this? You, you said this is a this is an American Dreamer, right? American Dreamer. I'm trying to think who produced this. Oh shit, my bad. Got alarms going off. <laughs> I, was, I was I was looking around in my room like, yo, did I see someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um no so a bunch of this album is produced by uh by uh Puffy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Puffy did this 
did I think this is the album Puffy wanted to make when he tried to make Money Making Mitch. The mixtape Money Making Mitch. That shit was fire though, son. It was dope. But I think <laughs> this is what Puffy wanted to make. Yeah. I love Money Making Mitch, bro. Money that Making was Mitch was fire. Shit. Yeah, don't get me twisted. Don't get it twisted <laughs> like I don't like it. Nah. <laughs> but nah, definitely. Definitely thought Money Making Mitch was fire. But like I said, but this is I think this is the type of album that inspired that. Yeah. You know what I mean, but uh, like I said, for me, this is um him still American dreaming. It's kind of you know for this record, he's kind of just he's same thing. It's still it's building, it's coming. You know what I mean? I'm still dreaming about it. I can I have a vision for where I want to go with it and what I want to do with it. You know what I mean, and he says a couple a couple dope bars that I like. Life's a bitch. I hope it don't make her a widow. I thought it was dope. And uh, nah, I'm gonna let, go ahead, Bogufra. I don't want I don't want to steal your joint. I don't think no. you know what I'm gonna say. No, nah, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it straight oh. up. Um, hold on one second. My computer's going fucking crazy. <laughs> um, anyway, so so yeah, this Marvin Gaye sample is like crazy. Um, so this so basically this is just a song about the pursuit of the American dream from an unorthodox. I say unorthodox with a uh, air quotes. And um, also, in air quotes, the, uh, the American dream is the finer things in life. Something that something that's attainable by anybody. Air quotes again. <laughs> anybody in America. That's the promise. That's the promise of this country. And Jay and his friends um, don't really have a mainstream way of getting this dream. Yeah. You know. So, and that that that's that's the thing about um, what like the the like the 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 way he tries to explain is that. You know, my way of getting it is the same way you're getting it. It's just not mainstream, and it's not, um, and it's not looked down on, and it's looked down upon. It's not that great. I'm not going. I'm not fronting like selling drugs is fucking good because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but um, a lot of times, a lot of times, I think people are dealt with certain hand and they're facing certain obstacles and they have certain things in front of their face and they're like, "Hey, what do I do?" And sometimes I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. Um, um, I'm naive enough to say that it's not hard to, you know, turn down certain things when when things are in front of your face and that's all you think that you can do. Um, but the 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 one line in this one that really always has always stuck out to me, you know, survive the droughts. I wish you well. How yeah. I? I wish you health. Like this is the song where he says that. Like if you're looking for that line. I don't know if that line is as big as I think it is, but to me, that's one of his best lines. And oh no, I think that whole that song. whole little that whole little second half that's the third second half of the third verse. He's was yeah. uh, survive the drought. I, I wish, you, wish well. you well. He said, "Hold up, survive the drought. <laughs> I, I wish you well. How, How sick am I? I? I wish I you wish health. You health. I wish you wealth. I wish you wealth. I wish you insight so you can see for yourself." Yeah. Bruh, come on, bruh. That American Dreaming, track number three. I think it's 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 super fire. Just like you said, that just to me that those simple bars right there just say so much. Yeah. About where the mind state is at this point in the come up. I mean, and then we're gonna uh, what's we call now? We're gonna transition. We're gonna move right into uh, track number four, Hello Brooklyn 2.0. Now, from what I understand, it's Hello Brooklyn 2.0 because 
apparently there was an original version without Lil Wayne. Yeah. I ne- I've never heard it. I don't know where it's at. I never even tried to find it. I just saw it pop up. Like that. That's why this is uh, 2.0. I never liked this song. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> never liked this song ever. Yes. I love the beat, but this song could go. I never cared for it. Oh my goodness. You and me both. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they this played one. it out so much. Oh my goodness! Like so, this this this, this kind of even though I don't like it, um, it still reminded me of uh, Homecoming by Kanye West. Really? For some reason, yes. Wow. <laughs> I think it's the feeling of the. I think the feeling of it reminded me of Homecoming by Kanye West. Um, but yeah, this is whack. Uh, Little Wayne was extra whack. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I got from this song, re-listening to it, is that he never named his daughter Brooklyn. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Oh shit! I just <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to name his daughter Brooklyn Carter. You never named no, her. No, for Brooklyn. real. We but got, she's, we she's got, got the B though. She got the B. So. She got Blue Ivy and we got Rumi. Yeah. But yeah. uh, for me, I think this was uh, one of those cliche records. It's like Jay Z's at the top, Lil Wayne's on to come up. We need them on a record together. Do it right now, and this is what we got. Um, I said, other than that, like the beat is dope. I think it got played out. Like I said, I think the concept of the record is like, yo, we're hustling, we're here, hello Brooklyn, like it's it's us now. This is we about to take over the game type of you know ish, you know shit talking type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, I think that's what this record kind of represents. I mean, but we gonna uh, let's keep it moving, man, because that record sucks. Ain't too much to say about it. Nothing. <laughs> we're gonna move right into no hook. You want to start us off, Boog, on No Hook? I mean, this is a pretty good one, man. I can take this one or leave it, depending on my mood. Um, this has a couple of uh, good lines in it. <clears throat> um, this is not for commercial usage. Please don't categorize this as music. Um, basically, this is my life. This is therapy. You know, yeah. Jay-Z is spitting uh, street gospel to everybody that, you know, needs to, needs to hear it. Um this one, this is another one. The, the mentality I carry with me to this very day. Fuck rich, let's get wealthy. Who else gonna feed we? So this is cool because so we know Jay Z. You know now nowadays, uh, you know he has his luxury rap. <clears throat> he talks a lot about money. He talks a lot about wealth. And like you know this kind of. I mean to me he's always been doing that. But you know here is a nod that says hey look we can look back and he's talking about it here on this album. Um, he's he just said that he's been talking about this wealth thing and building wealth, and um, he's had this mentality for a long time. So yeah, you know, every, so all all of the stuff on uh, four forty four that he's talking about that is just a that is just that's just all of it, literally just all of it coming to fruition. He's talking about you know I bought a painting for one million, a few years later that shit worth eight million. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's just it. That's that's just all of these thoughts he had on this album come to fruition now that he has kids word word up word up now what's one call i love i love this record so much i think the beat the his flow on the beat is dope absolutely what's it called what he says uh her fear is her youngest son being a victim of homicide but if i got but if i gotta get out of, but i gotta get out of here mama or i'ma die inside so either way mama you still lose me so let loose of me mm. I, think I, I, I just think that was so dope 
that and then when he says uh don't compare me to other rappers compare me to trappers because i'm more frank lucas than ludicrous mm. yeah, i mean I mean, and you know, of course, he does the, the classic. I'm not trying to diss, but I'm not ludicrous. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically. I'm not trying to diss, but yeah, that nigga's soft. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, nah, but this record, uh, you know, I mean, Jay Z said, you know, his explanation to this record is basically, uh, no hook is the young hustler who's now focusing on getting his family together. Like he's built, you know, what I mean, he, he, this is him building the army. Yeah, I mean, he's getting getting all this shit right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, now we're going to move right into probably one of the best one of the best songs, Turn Up Part songs I've ever heard. I love this beat. I love everything. Yeah. Almost. <clears throat> that is. We're going to move right into Rock Boys. You know I mean? Feature, uh, featuring, is this a featuring Kanye? Featuring Kanye, Kanye. all he gives you is the in the hand. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That, that's it. that nasally ass in the hand. <laughs> but it's just, yo, it's a celebration. Like, y'all been waiting for, like, this is the shit that Rocky Balboa came off the airplane to after he got done beating on uh, Ivan Drago. Mm. <laughs> like, when he came back home, this is the record that was playing. I let him trumpet. Like I said, it's the celebration. It's, yo, it's like, yo, we just moved our first pack. And now we uh we're here. We just made our we just we're making our name, and now it's time to to celebrate, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean this is it. Like I think now we finally uh with track number five, Rock Boys, um we're into that second act. Yeah, I mean like track two, three, four, and five. That's the first act. That's the come up. And now once we hit track six, Rock Boys and the winner is. You know, it's kind of like, okay, this is act two. We're in the game, and we're doing it. Yeah, I mean, now everybody gonna live on us. But, uh, book, man, what you think about this record? Um, <clears throat> so this is like the first or second single, right? No, Blue Magic was the first single, right? Blue Magic was the first single. Yeah. This was the second one. I think Hello, Brooklyn was the third. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, but this beat was definitely pretty crazy. I thought this was a Just Blaze beat, but it's not. <laughs> it's fucking not. I I, I could have no. sworn it was a Just Blaze beat, but it's not. But um, so basically, Jay Z, you know, like like this whole thing, Jay Z starts from the bottom. Um, he's overcome the odds. You know, he's risen through, through all the pitfalls. He's gotten super lucky and dodged some bullets to end up being the winner on this song. You know, he's pretty much come out on top. Um, yeah. like 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 you said, this is one of this this beat is crazy. How it comes on is. Like I've all I always remember this beat when I first when I heard it again I was like yeah this this is exactly the feeling I remember listening to this for the first time yeah it, it comes right back Word it comes up. right yeah definitely Word up. uh it's just surprising yo the uh writers for this app for this song Cassie P Diddy Kanye West B uh, B Man L Michaels M Deller D Guy T Brentneck L. Coppin, D. Matthews, and Jay-Z. That's a lot of writers for to only hear one dude spitting. Yeah. That's a lot of writers for Jay-Z who just goes in a booth and spits. That's a lot of people who contributed to this record. Yeah. Now, I mean, I just think that that's interesting. You know what I mean? When cats want to talk, you know, are they writing and who's writing, who's not writing. Jay-Z got eight writers on one record. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean, so the, I think the whole writing argument we need to dead that just a little bit. 
I mean, I, th- I think, I mean, like, you don't, you can't dead it all the way. Like, you can have people help you with writing. You could, I mean, you can have people in a room with creative ideas. I mean, I know Jay-Z doesn't do everything by himself. But that's, that's damn near impossible to literally make, you know, 15 albums. How many albums he got? Whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. number it is. And literally, you write every single word on every single album without anybody help. I mean, and and at the same time, you're working with Pharrell, Timbaland, Kanye West, all these creative people, and nobody contributed anything. That's fucking impossible. <laughs> word up, word up. Now I feel you. I feel you. Now let's let's uh let's keep it moving, yo. We're gonna move into Sweet, track number seven, Sweet off Jay Z's American Gangster album. Now, sweet. This sound, like just the beat, the production, and everything. This is uh, this this is the Hangover record. You know, Rock Boys is the celebration. We're on, we're on top, we're winning. And now you have, like I said, you have Sweet. It's a little slower. It's a slower pace. It's the Hangover record. You know what I mean? We're still partying, but it's kind of foggy. You know what I mean? I'm I'm getting a little retrospective. I'm thinking back just a little bit. Clearing, I'm trying to clear my head of everything that I got going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. But book man, what you think about this track? Sweet. Man, this is this is this is one of them like that. I really never, I never really cared about this song, but this is probably one of my favorite beats on the album. Oh yeah, and and like this is like so this is one of those songs where um, I never really I never really cared about it. The only reason why I even listened to this song in the first place was because of the production. But this is pretty much just a skip for me. If it if, oh, wow. if it just wasn't for the beat, yeah. No, that's fair. I, I skip right over this one. Yeah, but not, like I said, it's, for me it's a solid record. Uh, like I said, for me it's just like I said, this is the record. This is the hangover after the celebration. The Rock Boys winners is you got sweet. You know what I mean, but we're gonna move right into the next record on the album, which is actually my favorite record off this album. Mm. I know. Featuring Pharrell Williams I just think the concept For this record And the flow The beat Everything about this record I think is perfect Absolutely I mean I know is about the young hustler's Addiction to the party life Itself Addiction to the hustle You know And you know it's just Everything you know What is it uh Go ahead, go ahead and on it, man. Cause I, nah, I, got, so, I, got, I got, I got to organize my city. That's good. Uh, you know, Jay, I mean, so like, you, like you said, he puts together a great metaphor in this song, personifying a drug in this song of himself, and I mean, of the of the game basically, and you know, he's the fiend basically, or yeah. you can, you or you can, you can put it, you can even put it another term where he's the drug and the girl's the fiend who pursues him. Um, you can, and that that, that that's an interesting. That's it. To me, I think that's the more interesting part. The he plays the drug and the girl's the fiend, um, because um, um, this idea that that uh, women chase men, you know, and I, I, you know, the, she's going through withdrawal because, um, you know, she's pretty much figured out that he's no good for her. But you can take it to to the other side where the game is the drug, and and he's the fiend. When when I hear when I when I take it to that part, 
um, what pops into my head, what popped in my head, the first thing was um, Kendrick for sale when he's talking to Lucy. Wow, Lucy yeah. Will, <laughs> wow. Lucy will give him anything, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, Lucy knows what you like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's the same type. Wow. Of- <laughs> See, Jay-Z inspiring Kendrick Lamar to create greatness. Yeah. But not like like I said, definitely. Um, I think this record. Like I said this is my favorite record. I love the third verse where he says, uh, "How could you leave me? I thought that you needed me when the world got too much and you pleaded for me. Who helped you immediately? How speedy of me!" And the fact that, like you said, it can be taken so many different ways. He might be the fiend who's fiending for the lifestyle, yep. and he's you know maybe he's second guessing. You know, being in that lifestyle, but not and it keeps calling him. You know, he he's the drug that she, he's personifying himself as the dope. You know, he is the blue magic that she needs. But now she's going clean, and it's like, hold up, hold up, you yeah. can't go clean. That's that's against the rules. You're not allowed to go clean. You need me. You know what I mean? But uh, like I said, I think like I said, I think uh, I know. Like I said, it's just him wanting more. You know what I mean? He, the addiction to me and he needs more he needs more he's probably getting a little too this is the personification of getting out of control yeah you know what i mean i mean he says uh shopping's like copping you constantly you need constantly it. Never need around it. you constantly seek it yeah like so it's exactly right that's exactly right but what's we call it now let's, let's keep it moving man we're gonna go right into uh party life track number nine now, I love Party Life. This is a great oh. No? I'm guessing that's a no. Mm, no, this this is another skip for me, man. Really? Oh, the, yeah. Dude, when I tell you... Well, let me tell you. I listened to... Um, the first time I heard Jay-Z's American Gangster was back when VH1 used to do its storytellers. Okay. So, I listened to this album with Jay-Z Live... Explaining how this is an album That's built to be one A movie basically Yeah Yeah I mean he You know he explained Every record before it came on So now the purpose Just so it makes the purpose Fit so much more You know I mean Party life is now He's going into You know after I know You got party life Now he's in the uh, He's basically He's addicted He's hooked Yeah Yeah I mean, he, it, now he's starting. Now he's going too far. This is this is Frank Lucas wearing the wearing the uh, the fur coat to the fight. Yeah. I mean, it's like now he's starting to do stupid shit that he would never do before, but he's just lost. He's blurred in it. Yeah. And I was That's like, this, this, is, this is where a five thousand dollar alpaca come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go back to listen to that alpaca episode, people. For oh, word up, word up. You gotta block that shit. Word up. This is when you start shooting, shooting cops in the feet at your party because you just don't give a shit no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I love, I love when he says, uh, "What is it? I sport flash it. I should win an SD." Yeah. And then he explains it like, "No, no, no. You ain't heard. You ain't hear me. I said I sport flash it, so I should win an SD." Like. Like just the fact that he just went back to explain it, it's like, yeah, that's, that's dope. We got it. Yeah. But uh, what's some call? It? Anything else for this record, B? No, that's it, man. Like I said, this one, this one is that's all I got. I I, I don't like this song. Uh, <laughs> the hook is dope. The hook, the hook, the sample on the hook is the oh, is the main thing. 
Yeah, yeah I, love, I love that joint. That's, that's, that's what I like on this song. Word up, word up. Last thing. I appreciate the record for, I guess, like I said, the fact that I know what each chapter, which each act is bringing you to. Yeah, the concept of it all. Yeah, the concept of it all. All right, now we're going to move right into um, Ignorant Shit. Now, this is produced by Just Blaze. Ignorant mm. Shit featuring Beanie Siegel. Ignorant Shit is um, that point where the young hustler is out of control. You know, I'm on top of the world. Fuck everybody. You know, like you said, this is 90, this is, you know, $5,000 alpaca. Block that shit. Yeah. Uh, and I, like you said, he, this is, he's erupting. It's, it's, it's almost over. You know what I mean? But uh, go ahead, bud. Go in on it. So, um, this is pretty much my favorite song on the album. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is, this is my one. And the reason why I like this one, because it's kind of personal, actually. And this is something that I just do all the time. Because um, I quote this song at least once a week, probably more. Like, I, I might quote this song twice, three times a week. <laughs> and um, the part I quote is laid back, made back, don't even talk to me. I say that shit all the fucking time. And when I'm not, when I don't feel like being bothered, like when I come home and I'm tired and my family, my, you know, my son want to jump. My my wife wants she wants she want to hang out, or if I just need some quiet time, or if I or if I'm about to get on a computer and do some programming or whatever, <laughs> my my go to is lay back, lay back. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> or I don't even say the whole thing. I just say lay back, lay back. And they're they like, no, oh, they yeah, know, know what it is. They know what it is. <laughs> so the, Give so, them a minute. I, Give them a I, minute. <laughs> I've been listening to this song for a long time, but this this is my this is my favorite John on the album. Word up, word up. Nah. Like I, said, I, I like this record. Like I said, for me, I like listening to it. Like I, said, uh, I love when it was, when they do that shit. Uh, this is that ignorant shit you love and it's like, fuck shit, ass bitch shit. You need. Like, yeah. when, they, when they do that shit, and it's, it reminds me of the um the M, that Eminem record. Fuck shit, ass bitch, cunt, shoobity doo wop, huck, foot, be the bebop. Like, it reminds me of that shit. And it's, and I, I was looking to see, like, is, is, that, is that where it's from? Of course it's not Like where they got that part from But I just think it's dope Yeah What's we'll call it What's we'll call it man Let's uh What's we'll man Keep it moving yo Right in the Say Hello Track number 11 Say Hello Uh Boogie wanna start it off Um <clears throat> There's another dope sample on this track Um yeah. I don't really like the verses on this song But I love the chorus Um So this chorus is really made for somebody Soulful Like to me, when I hear when I heard this again, I was like, "This needs wh- whoever that girl is on a daydream by Cameron. She should be on this hook. Like Jay Z shouldn't be on this hook." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear somebody super soulful. On like this super hook. soulful on this. Super hook, soulful. Um, but the, you know the part that I really like about the song, he says they they say I'm a menace. That's the picture they paint. Um, they say a lot about me. You know, <clears throat> let me tell you what I ain't. This part is good to me because. Um, it resonated with me because I've learned that people talk so much shit about you and they paint a picture of you in a bad light um, in order to make themselves look good but most likely just to make you look bad and um, you know there's a lot of people out there that believe those rumors instead of coming to the source and asking you first um, so, and so I've learned that on many occasions you have to show people who you are <laughs> Not just on, uh, you have to constantly show people who you are because there's most likely going to be some going to be a perception out there about you 
and you know you gotta constantly beat that shit back and you gotta even beat that shit back with people that even know you well you know you can know somebody for 10 years and somebody come along and say some shit to them and they'll be like a word book like that and be like no you know i'm not like that why would you even <laughs> why, would, why would you even humor that like you know yeah. that ain't me you know what i mean so nah. yeah, it's just, I, that's why i like i like the message in this song yeah. Now I'm feeling this. I feel like actually I I I listen to this record and I hear a hustler that's basically accepting the uh, that's accepting what the people are saying about him. He's Tupac. What happened? He's Tupac. He's saying thug life basically. Yeah, he's like yeah. He's basically saying fuck it. Y'all want to call me the bad guy? Now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the bad guy. You know what I mean? And I think this is him. Like I said, he's accepting it. He's accepting that fate. And that role and now this is where we're getting into for me this is where we're getting into the next this is the start of the final act Absolutely. once you've accepted that you're the bad guy now it's all downhill from here yeah and i think that's definitely where we're um where we're headed yeah i mean once you once you accept that you're the villain in the store once once the villain's been revealed and you accept that you're the villain it's all over for you yeah know what i mean and now that's going to bring us right into the uh, the next record, which is Success, featuring Nas. So say hello if you want to get a visual of it. Think um, Scarface and think Tony Montana in the uh, in the jacuzzi. Um, who do I trust? Me. This is this is say <laughs> that's the part where he said say hello to the bad guy. Say hello to, to the me. bad guy. That, that's that's exactly what I what see in my head. That's what I see in my head. Word up, word up. This isn't this isn't you know him sniffing coke, you know shooting everybody in the in his lobby. This is you know when he's by pretty much by himself and nobody's around. And he's he's the only one making all these moves. Yeah, word up, word up. All right, so let's let's get it, man. Success. Success is the moment. Uh, like I said, when you realize uh, this is it. You know, what I mean, this is uh, this is what we do every night. We uh, we we're eating all the top top line shit. Like we're we're at the top. We can't get no better than this. Yeah. So now you, but that's like the worst in the hustle world. That's the worst thing. That that's the happen. worst part. That's the yeah, worst that's part. the worst part. When you realize I can't do no better, because what happens? You start doing stupid shit. Yep. And I think I think he started this record off. Uh, the dope was he says I used to give a fuck. Now I give a fuck less. What do I think of success? It sucks. Too much stress. You know what I mean? He was like, I guess I blew up quick because friends I grew up with see me as a preemie, but I'm not. And my nuts big. Like, he, like you made it to the top. You grew up. But with that, like, for me with this first bar, it's like the cats that grew up with you, they think you got it too easy. So now you got something. You still feel like you got something to prove. Even after all this time. I mean, but uh, what you think about this record? Um, this one is pretty good. Uh, Nas and Jay Z they do a tag team on this one. Um, Jay talks a lot about. I mean, it's about it's about success and the things that come with it. Jay's Jay takes a different stance than Nas. Jay talks about how annoying success is and all of the pitfalls and bullshit that comes with success. Nas seems to focus on how luxurious luxurious it can be or it is or it is at the moment that it they get get the get all the success. Um yeah. the beat the, the beat is just Yo, super the hard organs, hitting. 
Oh, oh ooh, them organs. Oh, my God. Chill. It's a little bit off key for like a second, but like, it's so, it's so crazy. Like, pianos are one of my favorite sounds. Like, right next to dope ass bass play, like, piano is like right there. I love um, pianos and hip hop. Yes, I love it, man. Um, one of one of, one of my the lines that I, that that always stuck out to me in this song that every time I hear it it always hits me. It says, "I'm way too important to be talking about extorting." Ask me for a portion. It's like asking for a coffin. Um, ain't like like um like when you talk about how successful you are. You know, people are trying to fuck with you at this yeah. point. They're trying yeah. to get money from you. Not even people. And everybody. everybody Everybody's, everybody's got a handout. Everybody. Yep. So he's offing people left and right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so nobody's safe right now. Exactly. Nobody's safe right now. And so the first though, ironic. So what's crazy is that um, no, this is like kind of off topic. But the first thing I thought about listening to this line, bringing it up to today, is I bet Kevin Hart could use some fear like that right now. <laughs> the first the heart yes because the chick is trying to extort him he came out with the little apology oh, word, he word, had word. been cheating and whatnot because somebody tried to take somebody was trying to get money out of him yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like dang but if he had fear like that you know what i'm saying he was like man get back. <laughs> get back bro <laughs> oh man yeah when you put it like that yeah he i bet you he do wish he had somebody yeah, but yeah, but 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 you know this this is one of my favorites too. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I love the way that organ goes. Like I said, I, like I said, I like how you you notice the same thing. I was gonna bring that up. The fact that Nas's content is still, let's say, uh, I think on the positive side of yeah. whereas Jay Z is just wallowing in the annoyance of it. Yeah, you know I mean, I think like I said, I think that's dope. But we're gonna uh, what's call Like I said, well, once you're at the top, success is everything. You know, what I mean, there's only one place you can go, and we're going yeah. into Fallen, track number thirteen. Uh, another one, I think. Uh, I love, I love the intro to this record. But you're gonna get your boy sent away. Oh man, this one is just hitting. This beat is insane, and. I think falling is when you realize um, he realizes he went too far. Yeah, yeah I mean, he uh, falling. You know I mean, the, you know, you got falling. The, it's you're at, we're at the close. This is it. You're falling. The irony of selling drugs is sort of like you're using it. I guess it's two sides to what substance abuse is. Yeah, that right there is everything. I mean, what do you say? Uh, he said, "I'm gonna get one brick," and then he's like, "Once you get one brick, you get new cars, new whips." He's, uh, I look up and say, "Sorry, got a lot, but give me one more try." Get two bricks, uh, more cars, more whips. Like you just, it happens so fast. It's a snowball effect. Yeah. And I love how the hooks. I know I shouldn't have did that. You know, he he realizes when he does that one thing, he don't need to do. I know I shouldn't have did that. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna come. I, it's gonna. I thought it was gonna come right back, but it's gonna destroy everything I made, and it's probably gonna get me sent to. Like he knows that he that he's making wrong moves now. Yeah, and that he's going too far with this record. Well, go ahead, go ahead, man. This is uh when Scarface kills Manolo, right here. This is this is this is this this this, this, this is what this this was this first thing that popped in my head when I first heard this song. Um. But this is this, this is this is definitely another skip for me. 
So really, but the thing about this song that I love, right? The thing about the song that I love is the motherfucking sample, bro. The sample in the background. Ha, ha, ha. That shit is amazing. Bruh, so the, the falling, falling. So I love the sample. It's from the dramatics. It's called Fell for You. Right? It's one of my favorite samples. The first time I heard um, somebody use this in a sample was a Snoop Dogg. This song is called Ballin'. I don't know if you ever heard it. I think it's called. I think it's from the Paid the Cost to Be the Boss album. I'm gonna say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, what's that one is No Limit albums. No, no. This, 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 this was a uh, Paid the Cost to Be the was, Boss. What was that? This was like 2000, 2002, I think. 2004. Oh, word. Now, yeah, that's this. I think ain't that that's the same album that had um. Oh, what's that fucking song name, man? I don't remember. Yeah, I but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what album you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't to, I haven't listened to the album in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, so the album was 2002. Yeah, yeah that was, I, but, but so that, so that, so that's what I really, that's what, that's when the first time I heard that sample, um, and that's what keeps me, um, that's what keeps me listening to this song because I love the sample, and that's that's the only th- reason why I listen to this song, but. Like I definitely still like the progression that he goes through in this this concept album, and you know going from you know all of the phases that he brings you through on this one. Word up, word up, word up. Uh, what's called man? So that that's pretty much like this is for me. This is fallen. That's close of Act Three. That's it. Yeah. Actual story is over. From over. Two. Yeah. From track two to track, uh, what is it? Track thirteen, you get the whole story. Act one, act two, and the closeout. Act three. Then we go into basically, I, I pretty much call them bonus records. Blue yeah. Patch to me is just, it, it was a bonus record. It didn't fit. I hated this song. Hold on, so one, one second. Where did Act three start for you at? Where does Act three start? Yeah. Say hello. Okay, so it starts there. When, Act three, when he accepts that he's the bad guy, it's over. Okay. That's his that's the start of his downfall. Where were you thinking Act Three would start? So this is why I think Act Three I think Act Three starts at Fallen. The reason why I think you it think starts Act Three there. is just one record? Yeah, you, the reason why is because the fall is so fast. It's always like like the rise is such a thing, but when you come down, it's like quick. Like Scarface killed Manolo. He's in his room sniffing a mountain of coke, and then he's getting shot at by all the cartel men. Like that fast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's real. Like it all it all comes to uh, to me. It all comes to a head really quick, and that's why to me that's why I think Act Three is just that one song. For for me now, nah, the reason why I think it starts at say hello, because basically, let's say if it was in movie format, say hello, success and fallen happens all pretty much at the same in one same time. Scene. Yeah, it's yeah, all, it all, yeah, happens, all one yeah, scene. It's all yeah. one scene. Basically, yeah, it all happens it at the same time. You're that's the only reason why I say you can. But that's why I can say you know this is him parsing parceling out each piece of that. Let's say that final scene of yeah. a movie. You know what I mean? I've accepted I'm the bad guy. Uh, I'm tired of just doing it. That's where success is. You know, I'm I'm tired of doing it. And then falling. I'm, I'm falling. That's it. I'm done. I can't do no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, but we on, uh, we on Blue Magic, which I hated, so I don't mind talking over it. Yeah. I'm, I, this was the first single, right? Yeah, this was the first single. This is why... This is why... 
the first time I heard Jay-Z's American Gangster was on Storytellers because I never bought the album because I thought Blue Magic was horrible. Mm. I hated it. So I thought the beat was good. Like I thought his wordplay was good on it. You know, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't horrible. It just wasn't as good as some of the other shit on this album. I actually didn't like Pharrell on the hook. Pharrell was my turn off on this record. Oh, really? Yeah, Pharrell was my, wow. one of my was probably my big turn off. I thought the beat was solid. You know, his flow on it was just I was just kinda like, eh. I wanted a little more for this to be uh Jay you know, the lead single. I thought I would get a little more. But I just I was never impressed by this record. I w I don't think I was impressed. I think I was like I was willing to accept it. <laughs> I say that. There you go. <laughs> but I also we're gonna move right into the uh the final track of the album, which is American Gangster. This is like um to me this record this this retro sample is amazing. Uh wherever it comes from, I don't know. But this record for me, this is the oh shit I didn't die record mm. you're right about that yeah I mean that's what this is this is you know 20 years down the road I'm still alive I stopped doing that shit and my kids are old and they've moved on and I've been able to keep living life mm-hmm. yeah you know I mean I, I think that's what this is this is the 20 years down the road I can celebrate because I'm alive. Right. That's 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 pretty interesting. I didn't take it like that. I took really? this as the bullshit track. Why'd you put this on the album? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I, think- I think blue, I think blue, blue magic was the end for me, and this was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, so you don't like this record? <laughs> no, the record is great. Oh, but it just didn't fit for me. Like it didn't fit at all. But I get, I, I definitely get how you. How you got what you got i definitely get that i definitely get where you go i just didn't get that at all i was like well, what is this doing this album and and then it, and it was crazy when i first heard this i thought the same thing and when i reheard it just now i was like this definitely don't belong on this album but i definitely you know i i, I think i was just listening to it with expectations at that point so but, so i didn't hear anything else so yeah, but i like, definitely uh i definitely see your point on it I said, I love, I love this record, man. It's uh, what do you say? Uh, what do you say? Um, I was, I was Muhammad Ho. They had Muhammad Ho V on the ropes. Like he's just talking about all the. This is him talking to all the, uh, talking to his grandkids or whatever the case may be. Whoever he's talking. This is him reminiscing about all that shit. This is him going through success, falling, rock boys, pray, everything. This is just him talking about it. What do you say? The rest of my belongings belong in the Hall of Fame. A, a list of hits next to all my names. Like, this is like, this is the goodbye record. Like, I'm done. I don't need any more anything. I'm satisfied. All I want to do is go to heaven. Like you said, I want the sky. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, I, I always had a question. Because I always felt like this was a Kanye diss. And he said, when it all falls down like Kanye's jaw, I might break, but I don't fold. Till I hold mm. the sky in my hands, yeah, that's my goal. But so it's like touching the sky. He's talking about that. But, but, then but, said, but Kanye's jaw did break. Kanye's jaw did. shattered. 
Yeah. He has like he has like twenty pins in his face. Like so for him to say that, I kind of feel like was that a jab at Kanye? I don't know. Nah, nah man. I don't know. The way that was delivered is kind of like just like <clears throat> like because his jaw did break. You know what I mean? So that's some that's some grand misinformation. Yeah. I mean, but like I don't know. But that that was it. That was it for that. But um, real talk. God willing, I'm going to make 60, 65 years old. This is my intro record. When I walk into my 65th <laughs> party, this is my intro record. It, it, just, no, no, this is not mine. This is not mine, but go ahead. Definitely my intro record because it just, it's just so much energy and just... You know, I'm 65. If I'm retiring, like he says, the rest of my belongings belong in the Hall of Fame. Listen, hits next to all my name. Like, yeah, like, I'm out. Like, this joint is so grand. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's, it's to me, to me, this is the perfect ending to that story. Like, he could get, I would have loved to see him um, arrange this album differently. Just flip Blue Magic and American Gangster. If he makes American Gangster track number 14 and makes Blue Magic just an extra random track, you know, track number 15, I think it changes everything. It does. Fallen and now boom, okay, I've sunk. And now you listen to him reminiscing and celebrating like, you know what? My life wasn't all that fucking bad. Yeah. It really, uh, to me, it really makes up for it. Yeah. But I wish we call it so now. Now that you, you've listened to the record again, Boog, you've listened to it with me, where I can explain what each track really stands for and the actual construction of the album itself. Boog, how do you rate Jay Z's American Gangster? Not in terms of stars, the fact that he built a story, he told the story of an entire life. Through a record. The concept is Jay Z's American Gangster a classic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It is not. Please. He he got three. We always say he got three. He got he got your boy, he got a reasonable doubt. He got blueprint. Black album. I'm willing to believe out volume two. This cannot be in there. And it's not above Rock La Familia for me. I would listen to Rock La Familia a million times if I listen to this. Even though even though this has one of the most quotable songs that I that I quote I quote uh ignorant shit probably the most out of any Jay Z song. Uh all right, I guess uh, I hope this is cool. <laughs> I am hopeless. It's over. You're hopeless. But I just want to say, just by listening back on this album, right? This is probably the biggest collaboration of like superpower names in the industry at the time. It was Puff Daddy, P Diddy, whatever worked on this album. Kanye, Jermaine Dupree, Swiss Beats. Um, uh, Just Blaze, Young Guru, uh, so many names are all over this record. Yeah. You know what I mean? As writers, as producers, you know, recorders, everything. It's so many names. 
that went like heavy hitter like brand names yeah that went into making this album i just think that's you know what i mean i just thought that was i just think that's super dope for me jay-z's american gangster i will still i still say i, st- I will still support anybody's claim to saying this is a, do i think it's a classic classic no because i think one of the terms one of the reasons why the album is classic is because it is unanimously accepted as one word do I think, well, I'd be mad if anyone puts it in their top three or top five. No, to either one, I wouldn't be mad. I think, I, I think, I think you would be damn near blasphemous to put this in the top three. I know a lot of people that didn't care for the Black Album. If you want to put this after, if you want to put this after the top three, then you can, you know, by all means, yeah. we can argue about that. that did, I know a lot of people that didn't care about the Black Album will probably put this over the Black Album. I I don't know if I trust those people tasting music (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that I I just don't know about that did we hear the same album (laughs) did we hear the same shit (laughs) I prefer I mean I'm going to be honest with you I prefer this style of Jay Z to Black Album Jay Z but I like the songs on the Black Album Jay Z I enjoy concept albums Concept albums are great. So this is, and this is, I think this is um, probably for modern time. This is the quintessential concept album. You know what? You know what I just realized? I, you know the reason why people like this so much is because it's a concept album. That is why people try to put this as a classic because it's a concept album. But I think it's a definitive concept album. I yeah. think that's why it's a classic. This sets the standard for any concept. Anyone who tries to do an album like this ever again, this sets the standard for how those albums are going to sound and how those albums have sound. Like you said, uh, Kendrick Lamar is influenced by this record, these records. When he did his, when he does his joint with Lucy, like this, this album created a new set of standards. That even Jim Jones, who he was beefing with at the time when he did Harlem's own American Gangster. Yeah. You know I mean, so it's like even the dude you're beefing with still had to follow the blueprint you created when you made this concept album. You know I mean, so that that's that's just, that's just how I feel about it. I think it's I think it's still a dope record, super fire. Like I said I wouldn't argue anybody who puts it. You know what I mean? In the in the higher upper echelon, you know, they top fives and shit like that. But yo, that's been the uh that's the show, man. That's the album. Jay Z's American Gangster released on November sixth of two thousand seven. I mean, let us know what you think about it, man. Hit us up. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo dot com. You know what I mean? Tell us how you feel about it, you know what I mean? You can go on Twitter, you can hit us up there. Uh no, nah, not even Twitter, not yet. We're not gonna do that part yet. You can go on iTunes. You can hit us up by leaving a five-star review. Let us know how you feel. You know what I mean? Let us know your input. You can go on SoundCloud. Leave us a comment there. You can, or, or like I said, I do it for hiphop1 at yahoo.com. You can hit up the email. You know what I mean? We want to hear from y'all. Let us know how you feel about Jay-Z's American Gangsta album. Let us know uh, any other retro albums that you think we should cover. You know what I mean? You can find us on Twitter. I'm your boy. Great Pharaoh, GR number eight underscore P H A R O A H. Bug, man, tell them where they can find you at. Yo, yo, you can find me on Twitter 
at Mr. Can I Live? That's M-R-C-A-N-I-L-I-V-E. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right, so well, this has been another episode of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. Yo, and I'm Doug, and I do it for hip hop. Visual Overlord, food for your soul, otherwise known as the One Line Optimus Prime, and you already know what time it is. Back at it again with a uh, Hot 16 for Jay Z's American Gangster. Now, now the question that was posed to everybody is: Is this album a classic? What is a classic? Merriam-Webster in Oxford defines it as a work of art of recognized and established value, judged over a period of time to be of the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. I, on the other hand, define classic as Jay-Z's American Gangster. Hov's triumphant return to the hip-hop game in 2007 was and is still regarded as one of his best works by fans and critics alike. It's a timeless tale of the trials and tribulations of a man in his 70s sending his way to his dreams, packaged neatly by some of the biggest at the time, including the likes of Diddy, Pharrell, Beanie Siegel, Just Blaze, and Lil Wayne. Whether or not this album is in your gold-plated collection of top-tier music, you can't deny that the effort and inspiration pouring from this piece places it no less than in the upper echelon of the rap game. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip-hop. The, 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 the concept. The concept. The concept.